back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Mike Ducey joining us now. Free for all, Fox 4 in Dallas-Fort Worth. And, uh, Mike, we've all – I mean, you're there. You're in the midst of it. It could happen tonight. Uh, We've kind of been on the cusp of this before. But, boy, this – this is starting to feel real. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope you're having a nice day there in uh, in Phoenix. Matt, it's another beautiful day in in the desert. Plenty of sunshine. The roof will be open. I'm told here at the uh, the ballpark again again tonight. So God can look down on the Rangers potentially winning a championship for the uh, for the first time. And you're right; they have been down this road before. We all remember 2011. Haven't led the World Series three games to one before, though. So this. This has a little different feel to it, I think. Yeah, and I, by the way, I love it that the games go straight in to you watch these games, and then suddenly there are you and Sam, uh, and I, I, in my mind, all of America is taken right to you guys. <laughs> I, I realize uh, that's a little provincial of me, but I kind of like that feeling of like, okay, well. it's time for Mike to take over. But uh, that's got to be a unique deal. I mean, first of all, to kind of be ready to go right on the fly, right as the game ends. And sometimes, like in a blowout, you know, you got plenty of time to kind of know exactly what you want to do. Although with these Rangers, Mike, the bullpen always makes it interesting, right? <laughs> well, it's unlike never... you, Matt, I like to give the behind-the-scenes people at the station credit, and, and they have uh-huh. a lot to do with, with getting the show uh, together. But, you know, it is, it is a challenge, but... I've been complaining for years about having to wait till the end of the newscast to do my thing, so I can't very well complain now when I get to do it uh, right off the top. But yeah, the, 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 it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, and the station has devoted a lot of resources to our coverage, so that's that's been good. But you're right about the Ranger bullpen. You know, even last night in a game that that was a a runaway, uh, there was some uh, a little bit of uneasiness, I'm sure, among the, the fan base, but. Yeah, it's it's been a good time here, and and it's great working with Sam and Jeff and our our entire crew. So thanks for that uh, nice little plug. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, we've enjoyed it. Now Adolis not being in the lineup that was a jolt, and you kind of wondered how they would respond. It was kind of cool that apparently he showed up at the hitters meeting and and said some things, and and maybe he was a little emotional. I mean, I I I just think it speaks a lot of him that in that moment he was thinking more about his team and, and, and being a leader and still an emotional leader, even though he can't do it on the field because nobody wants to be out there worse than he does. But um, I think, I think uh, obviously it may have helped whatever he said, because even though Jankowski stepping in for him and then hitting in the nine hole, he played a pivotal role in, in kind of lengthening that lead and ends up what two for four in the game making night made a gorgeous play late in that uh, game in the outfield. Uh, in fact, I was like, man, let's not get anybody hurt uh, with this game out of control. Let's not run run into each other. But that, uh, that Adolis factor uh, I thought was pretty remarkable last night because you wondered how they would respond. Yeah, and the guy has been such an inspirational player for them, obviously one of the great postseason performances of any player in baseball history. And it's funny because this team, by and large, I think it's a really good clubhouse. I think there's a lot of smart, thoughtful guys in there, a lot of good interviews. 
but they can be, you know, if, if, if people are criticizing them from a personality standpoint is that they can be a little bit robotic. You know, Simeon doesn't show a lot of emotion. Seeger certainly does not, although he's come out of his shell a bit here in the postseason. But then Adolis has made up for all of that with, with his personality. So the fact that he was sidelined yet figured out a way to get his message across to the guys, I think, was uh, really one of the headlines last night. But the fact that, that Seeger and Simeon at the top of that order, you know, both were producing, but then they also got contributions from a guy like Josh Young, who moved up from the eight to the, the to the five hole in the lineup. And he's had such a great rookie year, but came through, uh, I think, three for four last night as well. And Jankowski, as you mentioned, is a, is a cool story. He was a factor early in the year and just we hadn't heard from him much in the playoffs. That, that's for sure. But yeah, it was it was an impressive performance offensively last night that's for sure mike ducey joining the matt mosley show espn central texas we've done a lot of tv together over the years uh and uh and uh mike i think those have been memorable appearances mike i don't know i don't know if anybody remembers them or not but i've really enjoyed it over the years now i would say that uh, josh young was a guy isn't it interesting when you see somebody get moved up in the order and he was up there what hitting oh as high as three at times certainly he was up there hitting in the five hole a lot this season he had been hitting uh eight Eight, which again is for for a slugger like him just tells you how great this lineup is but i almost got the feeling uh that getting back up there to fifth in a sense it was kind of like he he was ready you know what I mean? He he just kind of seemed like he's like, okay, I'm back up here where I probably belong, and I'm going to have a big night. And I I don't know. Sometimes it's it's easy to say that after they get these hits, right? But yeah, there was just I, I, something I, about his presence that that really seemed like he was very very comfortable to move up there in the lineup. And in baseball, Matt, I never know if it's guys that are just inspired by things like that, or if it just happens to be the pitching matchup and the way they're seeing the ball on any given night or maybe it's just Bruce Bochy you know like we give Bochy credit for everything else just give him credit for this he knew what he was doing when Young was batting eighth he knows what he's doing when he's batting fifth if he has Young catching tonight that would be a good idea I, I'm through second guessing Bruce Bochy about anything I mean he just uh, everything he touches turns to gold seemingly but this this lineup that had been so productive for most of the year and then had notably gone quiet during some pretty important times has really come back now with efforts like that last night and shown its depth, I think. And if they win the World Series, they're going to owe a lot of their success to that, that deep lineup and the kind of offense they're able to throw out there night after night. like to see you take this thing to about midnight. If they do clinch this thing and win it all, Mike, I, I just think – you should make them yank you off the air, which they're very willing to do, probably. <laughs> but just keep talking, man. I mean, you cannot do enough uh, on this. It's interesting people bring up to me, well, the ratings. Have you seen how bad the ratings? And I'm like, I just don't care. I know it's a weird thing to bring up with you since you're uh, Fox now that I brought it up. But, I, I again, I to me, I mean, our local audience, I guarantee you, Dallas-Fort Worth, the ratings are off the charts. I mean, you know, and, and even in Houston, I guarantee you, they're hate watching the Rangers. Who knows? Some of those fans might be 
secretly pulling for them. But I always find that interesting that people around the country will go, oh, man, look at these ratings. And those of us who love the game and obviously love the Rangers could not give a rip. Now, Mike, you're, you and I have both been held to rating standards over the years for better or worse, so maybe you can't look at it like I'm looking at it. But I just I just find it interesting that people make such a big to-do of that, oh, this matchup, it's not going to get good ratings. And, man, I just, I again, I, I could not care less about that factor. Yeah, and I, heaven knows I love the company I work for. Don't get me wrong on that. But the ratings I care about are Dallas-Fort Worth. They're Fox 4 ratings. And as you can imagine, a lot of people in in the Metroplex are watching the, the World Series. And thankfully, we, we appreciate the fact they're watching some of the pregame and postgame coverage as well. But when you talk about ratings for anything other than the Super Bowl, they're going to go down every year. They just It's just the nature of the beast because there's so much else to watch. The way the ratings are measured with, with streaming and so many different ways to watch things the traditional number is, is, is just going to go down year to year. Does this particular matchup have something to do with that nationwide? Yeah, I suppose. If it was Yankees-Dodgers, I guess it would be, it would be higher. But mm. I think the Rangers, as an organization, I know are excited, and their fan base should be excited about how this can help build them more uh, of a national brand. You know, it's just striking during this time to watch ESPN's TV stuff and to see how they treat the Rangers versus how they treat the Cowboys. You know, it's just, again, we, we all knew that there would be huge differences, but I, I think this is how you get that, that brand, that big national brand going through the Texas Rangers by putting guys like Adolis Garcia out in front of a, a national audience. So obviously it helps their, their brand. They're not worried about that tonight. I, I know, but your point about the ratings nationwide is, is valid, but, I'm a, I'm a North Texas guy, Matt. What can I say? I'm a DFW guy. That's what I care about. I care about my viewers is what I care about. And that's <laughs> I know that's controversial for me to say that, but I, I'm going to stick by it. <laughs> you're an Iowan, but now you are a Texan. I mean, you really, you're not just, sometimes we say oh, you're a transplant. I mean, I think now that you've been with us for 40-odd years, I think you are a <laughs> true yes. Texan. Okay, 30. Uh, the... Um, the Avaldi uh, going out there, I, I know, man, I, I think it's a great thing for the Rangers. He was a little shaky the last time out, but for the most part, he's been great in the postseason. And, um, I mean, even Heaney being able to give, give you what he did last night, people, I mean, that was kind of shocking, honestly, to go five. Cody Bradford, the Baylor man, comes in, pitches well. Um, and then, of course, they, they start putting people in. I, I had to do a – I was like, wait, Brock Burke, did they put him back? Did they? I think they just added him to the, the, the roster, elevator. right? When, yeah, 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 when yeah. one of those guys – and and it, and it kind of looked like it. It's like Burke was like, oh, God, what am I doing out here? Why, why am I out here pitching the World Series? He's got a 10-0 lead, and it might – he was looking shaky from the get-go, and they had to get him out of there. But, I mean, you got to feel, even though Gallon is a, a big-time pitcher and has great numbers for the, for the D-backs or the Snakes. I like it when people call them the Snakes. Uh, I just feel, I feel great about Evaldi going out there tonight. And you should. But I, it strikes me, as you mentioned, you know, how the pitching has gone so far. You know things are going well for you when you have a 3-1 lead in the World Series and Andrew Heaney has given you 
your best starting performance so far. <laughs> you know, because you know Evaldi wasn't great in, in his uh, outing, and, mm. and nor was uh, Montgomery, and, and Scherzer got hurt. But yeah, Evaldi's numbers are really salty in the postseason: eight and three overall, four and zero oh. this year. And yeah, if you could pick one guy that you were going to have of those pitchers who are healthy on your roster right now, it would be Evaldi. And in terms of Gallon, I thought he really fought through some stuff in game one and, and ended up pitching pretty well. I think he gave him five innings, but uh, people out here are talking about how he's tired because of all the innings he pitched during the, during the regular season. And I'm like, hell, I'm, I'm 90 years old. He's, he's young. He should, he should never be tired. That's, that's always my take on it. But um, <laughs> apparently some of the people here see it differently and are a little worried about gallon going tonight but the uh the place it's a good it's a good environment it's beautiful it's like the the ballpark in arlington like uh like globe life when the roof's open there's just something kind of majestic about it so it's been fun out here and i'm sure it'll be fun tonight all right i'd like to see that roof open like during one of your intros there's a there's that's even makes it more majestic when you can put the camera up there and watch it open. I don't know whose roof opens faster, but it seems like it's been about 78 degrees out there. You and Sam have seemed comfortable from what I've been able to tell. Uh, and then Fine, the, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Now, and, uh, but once I get done with this, I'll be okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're a little, this is feeling, you're a little irritable right now. The, um, that, that Mr. October, um, with, uh, with with Reggie's numbers being uh, compared to Seager, you said it. I don't know if if you guys are when you're floating through the clubhouse, you're probably not seeking out Seager most of the time. Even though he's probably the best player on the team, he can be a, a little bit. You know, obviously he's not always the most personable guy. But from a from a number standpoint, it is it is unbelievable, Mike. Like what he's doing. And the numbers do compare pretty favorably to Reggie Jackson. I think Reggie would point out that maybe he had more home runs in the World Series, but still, uh, I mean, Seager is a monster, and uh, and I think that's to me that's uh, that's such a a huge plus for the Rangers. And what a, what a guy to watch. I mean, we've had great players around here, but I, I someone that's that smooth as an infielder and that great at the plate. I mean, this is about the best all-around type player we've we've ever seen as a Ranger. And I think if he won World Series MVP, he would join Reggie, Bob Gibson, and Koufax as the only guys ever to win it more than once because he won it with the Dodgers in 2020 at uh, at Globe Life during the the COVID series. But no, Seager doesn't exactly seek out the camera. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And Reggie would remind you that, that he hit three in one World Series game one time. But uh, in spite of the fact that he's he's quiet and uh, somewhat reserved yeah, as a hitter right now, I don't know why you'd pitch to him. And I know the Arizona manager Lavello is being criticized for pitching to him the time that he did when he hit the homer last night, especially with Garcia out of the lineup now, and I would. This is baseball lingo, Matt. So try to stick with me. I would pitch around <laughs> him as often as I could. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him anything good to hit up there. But that's just me. 
Yeah, yeah, who knows? Maybe they feared Garver. I mean, it's just kind of, you're right, it's very strange. Why do you keep doing this if this guy's wearing you out? It it only took all these games, by the way, for Simeon to get going. So it's really nice. It's like, thank Marcus. Welcome to the postseason. We're glad. (laughs) We're glad you could join us. Um, Mike, have a, uh, have a great time. I know the biggest news for you was that Iowa offensive coordinator <laughs> Brian Ferentz is, is going to be relieved of his duties after the season. Of course, he'll get to coach through the season. But uh, they are, they are going to remove him from that Iowa program. And I know, uh, I know that had to, to be uh, music to your ears. And, and perhaps uh, you guys will start being able to, to move the ball again. Well, with a few exceptions, uh, I, I never wish that anyone would lose their jobs, and that that was the case here. I, I never wish ill on anyone, and, and it would be just like the Hawkeyes to average 40 points a game from here on out, just to confuse, just to confuse the issue. We can still win the West. Hang in there. Let's not give up on this thing. You'll take it if they do start scoring like that. We'll be watching tonight, Mike. Thank you. All of Central Texas is pulling for you and Sam this evening. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Matt. Take care. See ya. All right. There he goes. Mike Ducey. Good friend. Good guy. Longtime uh, sports anchor in the Dallas-Fort Worth area uh, over there at Fox 4, the Fox affiliate. Okay. Let's do some um, – let's do some – in a 